LF podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? Well, show today we have Jessica, the designer and founder of Coco Peach Jewelry, your one-stop shop for online jewelry boutique for chic women, men, and cool girls everywhere. Her mission is pretty simple, design affordable, luxurious jewelry that won't break the bank and are timeless. Since designing her first earring, she still wears her prototype of the Carolina, actually. She's been dedicated to creating pieces that she would wear from the office to a night out. If she won't wear it, you won't see it in her boutique. Creating modern treasures under $100 is her number one goal, and she hopes you'll love your CMP jewelry as much as she does. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with Jessica of Coco and Peach Jewelry. So today we're sitting down with Jessica of Coco and Peach Jewelry. How are you today? Great, how are you? I'm excited. You know, we're here in my little office space. Love Only it. ones here. It's like a <laughs> mini library. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So tell us what you do in one to two sentences. Okay, super quickly. Yeah. When I'm not a full-time mom <laughs> and clinical psychologist with my own private practice, I um, am a jewelry designer for Coco and Peach, and so I design all the things that you see on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an online-only jewelry boutique that's based here in Chicago. Awesome. So why are you only online versus having a physical presence? I feel like jewelry in general, like you go to like a, you know, a farmer's market or mm-hmm. something like that, that's a lot of stuff you see. Or you're at the mall, yeah. it's like people put it on like... How, do you, how is that kind of coming about to be online only? Sure. So my family came from South America, and when they immigrated here to Chicago, um, they're big into being entrepreneurs and working for yourself, mm-hmm. hence me being a clinical psychologist outside of this and having my own practice. Yeah. Um, and But I watched them with brick and mortar, and mm-hmm. I thought to myself, this isn't, it's not, I don't want to be married to a location. I don't want to be married to that. And I also felt like a lot of people would prefer to buy things online. Mm -hmm. I certainly do. So um, in order for me to have, you know, a bigger reach, I do go to markets and Mm -hmm. pop-ups and stuff like that. Of course, during COVID, it's been a little more difficult. I just started doing that again. But I don't, um, I don't ever want to do brick and mortar. I never want to do that. I've seen uh, my family do that. And Mm -hmm. they still have businesses all over the city. Um, but it's not something I'm interested in, so I'm going to just keep it online. It's, it's a lot of work, too. Like, I have a lot of friends that are business owners. Like, yeah. one just flew to Vegas for one day <laughs> because they were closed on Tuesday. That's because, crazy. like, she has to be at the restaurant. And, like, you know, obviously you can say, like, people will cover for you and stuff like that. I've same. never seen that. Like, even in my day job, like, I'm off right now. Yeah. And I have, like, just so much stress just, like, not checking things. I'm like, what could you possibly need me for that you couldn't? Problem solve yourself. (laughs) Absolutely. And so when you see that, right, that your friend can't take that day off, I just can't picture that. And I actually don't have the time anyways to be somewhere other than where I'm at. You know, when I'm I'm in private practice, I'm there three days a week, well, virtually. Yeah. Um, I have my practice out of Evanston. And then my children take up 
who actually they're named after the, the business named after them, Coco and Peach. Mm. So Coco and Peach take up probably like 99% of my time. My husband, 1%. Yeah. And then I, I have no time to be anywhere else. So I have to only do this online. You can only find me online. The ironic part is we're meeting in person. Yeah, right. I mean, because I've got coverage tonight. That's why. It's wild too. I was telling this over email. Like, I've been like um, quietly like stalking you for like two years oh, because oh, no way. I met um, Windy City Cosmo. Oh yes, at a foodie meetup like that one of the huge ones. I don't know the difference. I never know. I'll just go and people give me tickets. Yeah, right? great. And then we became like friends just through that randomly. And then during like the first wave of the pandemic, yeah, she was on like my list of like people like, do you just want to hang out in a video chat? Yeah. And like I remember reading some of her articles. She interviewed you, so like I had I noted you. And then I went to the show the other day. I'm like, I'm going to try to meet all the designers. Yeah. I didn't meet you, but yes. I met some more people. Yes. And then you told me I wasn't even there. I'm like, oh, so I'm asking around for someone who's like not even here. I, I wish I could have been. It was it was the Peach's birthday, and she actually put her foot down and said, you have to be. And I'm like, of, of course I'll be there. You yeah. know? But yeah, that was my missed opportunity to be it was, it was, in person. Yeah. Uh, just for reference to our listeners, so you uh, had your models showcasing your jewelry uh, without any other um, clothing or not. Any other designer clothing, just very standard, all um, black outfits, right? So I think for, that's the new magazine one, the yes. runway show for Chicago. Um, I was with Alicia uh, Perillo. Okay. So she paired with what she felt, you know, matched her look. Mm -hmm. uh, Tina Marie Shoes, she did a beautiful showcase of her shoes and all my jewelry was on her. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember if anyone else did. I'd have to think, it was a lot of designers for that one. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, they, they were so gracious to invite me to be part of that. And I, you know, gave Alicia full reign of my things because I w couldn't be there in person. And so is that kind of standard for when you're showcasing your jewelry is it you are kind of partnering with another designer and match you with them or do you kind of get the spotlight because I've, I've heard it both ways i guess from your experience yeah how it do depends. you usually approach you yeah it depends like with runway in the other runway show that i got to do was pray um uh, that mr blake martin did mm -hmm. in july of this past year um it was partnered with a lot of things by i think savage by fenty so mm -hmm. he, whoever was a stylist was doing that um, and, you know, I, it, it wasn't standalone, but when it's usually something like a publication, like a fashion publication, it's typically, probably I'd say both, 50-50. Sometimes it's purely my things, mm -hmm. and then other times it's not been. It's been matched with incredible designers, and I've been lucky to be a part of that. Yeah, it's really interesting that how, because like, I work a couple of fashion shows for Chicago yeah. Fashion Week. Yes. And a couple yeah. other um, shows. I'm trying to work on one myself here for 2022. Awesome. And it's just, <laughs> I started just like looking at things. And my friend called me up the other day. She's a designer. She's like, mm -hmm. my pieces are in. Like, what do I need to do? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and then so I just started thinking to myself, like, what do you need? You need a photographer, you need, et cetera. And so when you're going through like accessories and stuff like that, I think it makes such a huge difference if it looks good or bad on someone so kind of to that point how would you kind of describe like your line like where are you getting your inspirations where are people yeah. going to see when they come to the website so I feel like you know I don't know what people are going to see mm -hmm. you know I, I'll be honest like I never know what, what the takeaway is mm -hmm. and people tell me all kinds of things um, the way I like to think about it is very effortless and modern um, I like to mix a lot of high-low fashion. Okay. Um, I don't ever want things to be overly expensive mm -hmm. um, so I have some uh, clients that 
this feels like the right price point for them and other people it's kind of more aspirational it really is everything so it runs the gamut from being not so like low for them and for other people it doesn't seem like it's very much mm-hmm. um, but regardless I want the quality to be really high um, I know jewelry just because of my family I mean mm-hmm. I kind of grew up in jewelry yeah. so I can tell you know what's what certain backings look like what other pieces um, maybe are like maybe less expensive um, but it's there's too much fast fashion I think sometimes out there and so I don't think that's worth it and mm-hmm. so that's why I make the price points low but I make it so that it kind of lasts more than just one season so um, you're not going to see super super trendy things like I'm trying to think of a trend that I couldn't stand was when people wore tassels <laughs> you know like and I, I, I really couldn't stand it it just it made no sense to me and it was like I knew that that was going to be marked 70% off like after one month right <laughs> and so that's something I would never do because I feel like it's something that I, I need to be inspired by my own life mm-hmm. so pre-COVID when I would be in my office and because I've been designing for about over a decade now mm-hmm. using my parents connections and um, they had a bench jeweler that would make things for me cool. of course it was more high-end at the time you know yeah. what I mean so the things that I use are not the same thing they're not fine jewelry but what I would do was um, go to the office mm-hmm. and then you know my husband would pick me up for date night I did not want to change my jewelry and yeah. I, I would usually wear something nice and then go out and I'd like it to be that way I'd like the jewelry to be day to night I could wear this to weddings I could wear this it's been on the runway it's been in magazines so it's you know it's jewelry that can be just in any place everywhere you go that's kind of the way I think about it I don't know what other people think about yeah, it but very, that's, very versatile makes a lot of sense to me yeah right like uh, my fashion senses are so, I don't know, definitely up and down. Like, I have a huge passion for, like, tiger stuff. So, like, I, <laughs> like my brother, like, bought me, like, a cool, like, tiger sweatshirt, right? Yeah. Like, this is, like, so weird. Like, I literally tell people on video chat at work that, like, I help with fashion week and all this stuff. Like, really? You're wearing, like, a t-shirt with a tiger on it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's what I like to it's do. I, I have, like, the three most, like, well-written books on tigers. Like, this is my thing. Yeah. Like, I'm representing, like, what I think is interesting, right? Totally. Like, I didn't just, like, put on some shirt because it was designer. Like, I got these sweatpants from a designer friend. Yeah. There's a picture, like, check out these designer pants. Everyone laughs. I'm like, my friend's a designer. Yeah. She made them for me. Exactly. Like, that is I'm the definition of designer it. pants. Absolutely. Well, I have a, a, a passion for animal prints. So, like, yeah. I'm always, like, there's a little bit of animal everywhere I go. So, yeah, I, I hear you. So, where do you kind of see the business going? So, you have your other stuff going on. You have this going really well. You said you've already been in magazines, etc. Yeah. What's kind of like the next step for you? Are you just always going to be a solo entrepreneur running yourself? Do you foresee it? Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm such a control freak that I can't imagine anybody else doing this. But it it really is just me. Mm -hmm. So it's me designing it, me um, speaking to my manufacturer constantly about different things that I'm thinking about, um, looking at finances to make sure it makes sense because Mm -hmm. I know so many businesses have shut down in COVID. Mm -hmm. I've been very lucky, knock on wood. It's not something that I'm concerned about. Yeah. and I think that I will continue to be online. Um, I've been stocked in a store now in Roscoe Village, and that's really what I didn't anticipate would happen mm-hmm. in 2021. It was kind of a goal for 2022, but then I think to myself, well, um, could this happen more? You mm-hmm. know, could I have another place you know that I could be in? And I think that would be a nice goal. Um, I am a big fan of keeping my goals private, and and the reason I say that is because I feel like so much. So many times people are putting everything, their whole lives out there. Mm-hmm. I know I do that too, believe me. Like yeah. on Sundays I post all about myself and it's just something I've gotten used to now. But but I mean, people put so much out there in the world and um, I prefer to put it out there after I did it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, so I can talk about a lot of things that are going on in 2022. I'm 
very, very busy, you know, mm-hmm. coming up. And I'm so excited. But I want I want it to be a surprise. I like it to be like, you know, this is something so exciting and I've been kind of keeping it in the works and it's always been that way. Mm. And I feel like kind of superstitious that if I said, oh, this is gonna happen, like when I've been in a magazine, you know, or, or when I've worked with somebody that I've been really, really interested in working with, mm. um, I don't say anything. I mean, my husband knows, my parents know, my best friend know, but that's it. Like, and, 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 but then I tell someone, they're like, oh my gosh, why didn't you say this? I'm like, Except rather, I'd rather just show it and then instead of talk about it. So I'm more of a, you know, see me at the end and then, you know, cheer me on, I guess, at that point. But I like to keep it under wraps. So I have a lot of good stuff happening and mm. I can't wait. Well, I'll text you about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll message you about it. But, but it, I can't it, wait to, yeah, to share um, some very cool collaborations that are going to be happening. That's like an interesting way to think about it. I have a ton of respect for that. And mm. I wish I would do that more often is like, for instance, right? Like, so I was working with my dad. He's like a retired CFO. Okay. I'm like, hey, like... What are your thoughts on me going out on my own? Like, you know, January 1st, 2022. Yeah. We ran the numbers and everything. And he's just like, dude, like you can do it. Yeah. But does it really make sense to you? And I already told like 90 people I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm do it. Like, yeah. I don't feel stupid. Yeah. But it's just like a small example. But yeah. like, people are going to be like, I thought you already know. I'm like, yeah, I actually have been on my own for the last seven years. Yeah. It just didn't make me enough money. Totally. To pay my bills. Totally. Like, I have invoices that people owe me thousands of dollars. Oh, no. That's called a business, <laughs> yeah, right? For like yeah. services rendered. Absolutely. But my, like, I'd rather have that money like, in a bank so I can like totally pay my rent. And there's this thing called Christmas. Yeah, right. <laughs> Holidays, Christmas. It's uh, very expensive. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but just like that, where you know, you tell people you have this great idea. I forgot what the joke was, but it's like the the businesses people start on Friday nights, like start at the bar, and then by Monday, like, oh, I'm going back to my job now. It's like... Because it's hard. Because it's really hard, and starting a new business is unbelievably difficult, and you have really the odds stacked against you, but at the same time, how do you not want to start something new? How do you not get inspired by hearing other people that start, like, something so small, and they build it into a big empire, and Mm. so... I always feel like you should try everything. Yeah. You know, I don't think that anything should stop you from... The only person that stops you is yourself, really. That's what it is. And I watch a lot of Shark Tank. I'm sure you've seen episodes, too. But no, because I'm a hundred... Okay, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm a hundred yeah. years old, but I understand the premise. I know... Okay. I never would know about anything. Okay. <laughs> I'll be honest so, with you. So it's, it's exactly the thing. is People just go there, pitch, like people mm-hmm. like Mark Cuban, et cetera, right? And there are, like, half of those arguments are... They'll say, like, I've seen every episode, Okay. And now the sharks get to the point where, like, you say that, but you still said something stupid to me, which is usually, like, this is, like, a $14 billion industry. If we only get 1% of it, like... Yeah, yeah. How do you think that's an intelligent comment? Exactly. Like, I'll, I, I used to, like, um, you know, kind of help out, like, advise some other, like, startups and stuff, because yeah. I've been in the suburb for a long time. And I ask people, like, do you actually want to be a CEO of a 50-person company? Do you know what that requires of you? Do you know the decisions you have to make? Or if you're going get in funding, you're asking people to cut you checks Absolutely. that have four or five zeros in it. Yeah, yeah. To the left of the decimal, <laughs> to be clear. Exactly. Like. These are things you need to think about, you know. And I by no means have a business background mm-hmm. um, other than my parents and my family's entrepreneurial spirit, you know. Yeah. But luckily my husband is. <laughs> so, like, he's really great at, he's, I really call him the CFO and he's always telling me no. <laughs> and so he's the only person that does, so. And I think a lot of people, I've worked for quite a few like smaller companies, mm-hmm. and people like just abuse the company credit card for whatever they want. And I'm like, you wonder why there's a lot of turnover here. Like, I've quit like, plenty of jobs in my day. Like, where are you going? I'm like, I work in recruiting. Yeah. If you don't have something for me to work on, 
I can't get paid. Exactly. And then if you don't pay me on time, why would I still be here? Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it's like that's you know, when people abuse that, it's like stealing from yourself because that could be money people give to you. You know what I mean? Like in a different way. So yeah, I completely agree. I mean, that, that's not the cool thing about like being an entrepreneur is you can control so many things. Yes. But also the beckoning call of like so many other aspects of the business. Absolutely. So how do you kind of balance that with your day job, your business, your family? Do you, like, how is your organizational skills like working around that? Like, how do you kind of yeah. control that? So um, I feel like I'm really organized mm-hmm. about a lot of things. I always have been. Um, I don't think I would have started this jewelry business if I was just starting my practice, let's sure. say, or if I just had newborns. You know what I mean? My children are older. They're very self-reliant. I mean, obviously I'm there all the time, but um, I don't, you know, they're not in kindergarten or something. You know what I mean? Um, And the private practice is is just a really well-oiled machine in the Mm -hmm. sense that I am there, like I said, three days a week Mm -hmm. and it's the hours that I've always wanted. And that's exactly what it is. I'm there when I'm there, when I'm not, when I'm not. Um, And so the days off, um, what happened was it all started because, um, I was, I think at that time, I'm trying to remember, I think I was running my first marathon. I was training for it. I can't remember if I was training for it or not. We went on vacation. I was really inspired by where we were. We were in Amsterdam, and I, it's one of my favorite cities. It's super gritty, but it's also really glamorous, you know, and so, and I love it. Um, and I just came back and I told my husband, you know, maybe these designs that I'm doing, I should just do a business. And he's like, yeah, you yeah. should. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because everything, the wheels were all in the right place, like, mm-hmm. everything was going in the right direction. Um, and so then I did my homework with that business, with the business of jewelry. Um, you'd think that maybe having parents that are in the business would help and actually didn't because they do fine jewelry. So I know everybody at Jewelers Row, well, what yeah. used to be old Jewelers Row, like five South and five North Wabash. Mm-hmm. Um, there, a lot of people aren't there anymore because of the economy and stuff. But, um, but that didn't really help me because mm-hmm. of the kind of jewelry I wanted to make. So I really had to use like my skills as my psychology skills studying and figuring it out and talking to manufacturers mm-hmm. and really you know working with people and doing my homework and i did that for about a year um gosh that was like 2017 maybe mm-hmm. i didn't launch till 2019 and we had to put all the ducks in a row so by the time it happened mm-hmm. um i felt very well prepared and so now that i now that it's running um i take on work like for example, if somebody were to call me, if somebody special were to call me, I will go to the photo shoot because it's COVID and yeah. I'm super paranoid. You know, I told you that before. But um, if it's someone really special, I'll be there. Um, and if it's also local, there's a lot of people that um, will use my jewelry all over the country. And mm. so we, you know, it's a matter of trusting people that they return my jewelry. Yeah. They always do. Knock on wood too. I've really amazing stylists that I've worked with. So now it's. There's a lot of work that's happening, but it's sometimes not even happening when I'm there. That's one thing. And then the other thing is that all my things online, I'm, it's all in stock. You know, mm-hmm. like it's all reachable to me. So I, I just kind of fill orders and that's yeah. really what I do. And I do that um, when I have free time, which I do have some free time to do that. So it's just a lot of organizing everyone's schedule. So I feel like I'm just like organizing four people's schedules mm-hmm. plus two business. You know what I yeah. mean? But it can be done, you know, if you want it to happen. I think a lot of people who are like solopreneurs or like kind of in that space, similar space, like say they're just busy all day. Yeah. And then it's like 5, 13. Oh, I, I had a day. I worked like eight hours and 13 minutes today. I need to like go play video games. It's like, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I know you need to like take a break, but I, when days where I work super hard, I take like a half hour nap and then I just like rejuvenate and do another four, four and a half hours. But like I change what I'm doing so yeah. that I'm focused. 
Yeah. It's just like, people are like, why do you do that? I'm like, I don't know, I like enjoy what I'm doing. Like, I, just, I totally forgot about this, but we went to a fashion show last Thursday. Yeah. I recorded all my friends walking, and I'm working on my videography skills, so I was going to send them, like, videos of them cool. walking. I totally forgot about it until, like, today. <laughs> and then, like, work got in the way. I'm like, oh, all right, well, what I'm doing tonight. Like, yeah. sitting at home in my studio, like, just doing fun stuff. Yeah. And then sending it to my model friends. Like, the videos aren't going to be that great, but they'll appreciate my effort Absolutely. of being there. And, like, yeah. that's fun. Like, it's better than me sitting at the restaurant and sitting at the wall. <laughs> totally. And you work on your skills, right? I mean, like, and I feel like if you feel creative, um, it never, it's a switch that never turns off. Mm-hmm. So there are times that I've woken up in the middle of the night having a dream. I'm like, I gotta, like, and I keep a pad of paper now. Yeah. I either write it down or I sketch out whatever I thought about, you know, mm-hmm. and then, and then it happens. You know what I mean? So it, it never, like, creativity never sleeps. Yeah. Know? And that's, like, the cool thing, too. I think, you know, like, you touched on it before, but it's just, like, you did what you had to do to like pay the bills mm-hmm. and then stuff you're passionate about, you found a way to monetize it mm-hmm. without buying off more than you can chew. Yeah, I mean, so it's all, yeah, it's all self-funded, like yeah. this jewelry business and it is, it's got a life of its own. And so um, again, my husband CFO would not have it any other way, mm-hmm. you know, but um, it it's, it, there's a lot of thought that goes behind everything. So um, I wish I could put things out faster, <laughs> believe me, um, but, um, I like the pace that I'm at right now. I like where I'm at. Um, I see a lot of really great things happening, like I said, in 2022. Um, and I'm just excited. I'm just excited that I get to do this. And it's so much fun. I get to do, you know, like my, my private practice. And, and, and I love being a psychologist. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't go to school not to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, and it's always going to be there. And I love this too, because I feel like, you know, it's kind of like by day, I'm this person who is a very private person mm-hmm. because you kind of have to be the yes. therapist. You don't talk about yourself. And, um, and then by night, it's like, I'm an Instagram and I'm totally, and it was hard to do that transition because I'm not used to sharing things about myself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You just don't do that until somebody told me people want to see that and actually it's funny because I don't really even pay attention to analytics which I probably should Mm -hmm. um, but I'm super old so someone said you know look at your analytics and see like what's the most popular and it always is the most popular post is when I put a picture of myself doing something stupid you know wearing my jewelry and then just random things about the city that I've been doing that week or something so then I'm like okay I guess there is something to it that people want to see uh, the face behind um, the brand, I guess, you know? Yeah, a lot of people come to me for help with, like, social media and, like, yeah. the fashion world and the food world or whatever. And I finally just, like, got a hold of my friend who runs, like, a social media business. I'm uh-huh. like, can we partner together? I don't know what your price point is. I don't really yeah. care. But can I just, like, guide people to you? Yeah. Because, like, I have insights like that. That's super fun. Like, I have something to, like, do something fun, exciting, and people yeah. love it. But people are like, you need to post, like, every day. Well, yes. Do you? Or, like, no. I don't know. I don't know the answer, right? Yeah. I think it depends, right? Yeah, for sure. And then it's just like, well, I'm like, also, I don't know what you're trying to get out of your social media account. Like, are you just trying to get, like, your seven friends to like it every day? Like, good job there. You won. Like, right. You got right. eight likes today. Good job. You know? Right. Or are right. you trying to, like, grow your business? Like, how does it work? And I was kind of one of those things. People always come to me, and I kind of see myself, like, in that beginning gap for, like, fashion, yeah. right? Where people are just getting started. Not because I've experienced it, but because I think I can help there. Yeah. And so kind of to that point, I also have social media. What like would you give recommendations to someone wanting to start their side business, either like a passion project or something they want to dive into? Yeah. In addition to like doing your homework and I mean, that, yeah, I was going to say yeah. that's the number one thing is you got to do your homework. And, mm-hmm. and also to see if it fits 
with your lifestyle, like mm -hmm. you were talking about um, logistics and things like that, because it really does take up, it used to take up a lot more of my time, social oh, yeah. media stuff, and I, I really couldn't stand it as much because I'm not, because again, I keep telling you, I'm 100 years old, and so like, this is not the way I used, I used social media to put mm -hmm. pictures of my children, you know, and so now I have to use it for business purposes, and I, I actually got the hang of it now, so I totally, it's a different, it doesn't feel like it's overwhelming, mm -hmm. um, and I do as much as I want to do. But I would say that the other piece too is um, when I first started out, uh, again, that learning step, the steps that I took to learn in 2017 and 2018, I reached out to other jewelry designers that I really admired, mm -hmm. um, a Canadian designer named Hockley Jewelry, um, and then uh, Roxanne Asseline, who's in New York, who's mm -hmm. a huge designer. And they all talked to me, and we all spoke on the phone, and I asked them a million and one questions. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't, they, they had very limited time, they're really, really big, and so um, I asked everything I felt at that time was important for me to know in starting up, and they, these women were so inspirational, and they gave me so much great advice, and so I'd say the other piece, other than doing your homework, is um, talk to people that are already doing what you're doing, mm -hmm. that you really admire. Um, Everyone has a different path on how they get to wherever they're going and stuff. Mm -hmm. I was really lucky because I feel like, in a way, having age and maybe maturity and also good self-esteem and self-confidence, yeah. I felt like if a door closed, that just wasn't meant for me, mm -hmm. you know. And so, like, I didn't really it doesn't hurt my feelings. I wonder if that's also partly because I'm a psychologist and they kind of beat that out of you. Is like yeah. people are not going to like you. People are going to call you every name in the book, you know, and you just have to take it, you know, and. Um, that's kind of in grad school what they do just an FYI like they just really really kind of get you prepped to deal with all kinds of people right I, I and so, that, yeah. right and so it actually is really helpful in the business I do now because sometimes people are like no this isn't for me and I'm like okay then you're not for me either you know what I mean that's yeah. totally fine like you know the no no problem um, so I don't feel like I get my feelings hurt mm -hmm. in that sense um, I don't feel like uh, I'm missing out either so I don't have that um, I wonder if I was younger and maybe less prepared, I think, like in life, I would feel that way. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like I have FOMO. I don't feel like, you know, oh, this was meant for me or something. I just think it's not, you know, and that's just how it is. And so I think having that piece worked out mm -hmm. internally, it has nothing to do with business, would help in business. You know what I mean? So like that really helps not to be that person. Cool. And so if people wanted to follow you on social media or come to your website, how can they get that information? Sure. So the website is www.cocopeachjewelry.com. Mm -hmm. So all one word. Um, and then if you sign up, there's a newsletter that I do every month. Um, there's a special insider discount just for the people that read the newsletter. Um, and then my IG, my Instagram mm -hmm. is um, coco underscore and underscore peach underscore jewelry. <laughs> a lot of underscores. <laughs> And so, I'm oh, sorry, underlines. Um, and so, those are the best ways to find me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then my email, help at cocopeachjewelry.com. Perfect. Anything else you want to leave our listeners with before we sign off? One more thing. Yeah. Uh, I think the important part about why I started this um, this jewelry business was um, it was more fulfillment for me. And then mm -hmm. as, as time went on, it became something a little bit more. Um, we donate a dollar of each sale to the Greater Chicago Food Depository. Super cool. Um, I ran two marathons for them mm -hmm. for charity. And then when I was looking for another way to be charitable with them, I spoke to the the person that I was connected to there, and um, we worked out this deal, and I'm a cause partner there. So every sale goes to, at one dollar of every sale goes to this organization that mm -hmm. feeds three Chicagoans in need. Um, and I think it's really important work to always have some part of anything that you do is to be philanthropic, whether it's this, whether it's taking pro bono cases for uh, my private practice. I think there's always giving back. 
um, you know, karma will always come back to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think good and bad, you know, so I think it's, um, it's a good thing to always be charitable no matter what you're doing. Yeah, it, it's great to like make an impact on things and then to collect checks. But then it's also like it's great to like give your time or like other resources to situations that are helpful. Absolutely. You know, I, I was like always a big push around like uh, breast cancer yes. stuff because my mom's a survivor. Amazing. And I would like have these parties like in my apartment like complex. I'm, like, yeah. dude, you want to come downstairs, party with us, it's 25 bucks, you get this, this, and this. Yeah. He goes, sorry, I'm a broke college student. I'm like, I saw what you spent your money on last yeah. night. Like, yeah. I gave you a heads up on this. Like, it's my mom. Like, just, just show up. I'll yeah. pay for you, but just I want like people to be here. My mom, like, cool, you had a nice party. Like, whatever. Ranting on that. But no, 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 I like, totally yeah. agree. I yeah. also walked for them too, the, yeah. the breast cancer walk that mm -hmm. they did. It was amazing. It was, that was the most amazing, by the way, if you ever have an opportunity yeah. to do that, man or, or male or female, um, to do that walk. Because there's a lot more females that do it together. Mm -hmm. um, what an amazing organization as well, the Susan G. Komen uh, Foundation. Yeah. So let's wrap with that then. Thank you so much. Well, that was a super fun episode. I actually waited a few weeks to actually launch this, uh, mainly because it was the holidays, a few things going on. But another small thing is most people's paychecks have hit their bank account here in 2022, so now they have plenty of money to buy some jewelry for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Be it for your girlfriend, boyfriend, any other mix of, husband, wife, maybe even someone at work you have a crush on because you're a big weirdo. Whatever it is, go out and buy some uh, cocoa peach jewelry for someone great in your life. I'm hoping to collaborate a lot with Jessica here in 2022, 2023, moving forward on some really cool fashion events and stuff like that. So definitely stay tuned and hopefully get a chance to come and say hi to us in person. Hope you enjoyed this episode with Jessica Coco Peach. This episode is sponsored by Bites Asian Kitchen and Tropical Bar. The best of times are always shared at the table. Superb Asian food and tropical cocktails. Paradise also awaits you at Bites. We at Bites believe that food is more than merely a part of survival. It is our passion. It has the power to transcend languages, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, we share our culture with new friends and old. We share a piece of who we are, and by coming together for meals, we try good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, we want to celebrate cultures from around the world. We've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, and more. We're also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how we shape our menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that constantly evolving, a new story awaits you at Bites. And probably me. <laughs> For clarification, moved away from the Buddha, moved on over to the Rose Kava. You know, gotta get this body back in tip-top shape to be a male model. Please stop by and join us at Bites. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Thank you.